Some people have called our dreams a little window into our worries, hopes, and dreams. Our mind, really. But as you're going to learn today, some say our dreams have the power to tell the future. Precognitive dreams, in short, are dreams that give you information about the future that otherwise you wouldn't have. And we've all had those kind of dreams. You dream about your friend that you haven't seen in months, only for the next day they give you a call. Or you've woken up from a shitty dream that's left you in a negative mood, whether it be anxious, disappointed, just weird and random, until something happens to you later that day, or in the following days that leave you feeling that exact same way. Having precognitive experiences may be unsettling to some people, but even if you don't believe in the phenomena, keep listening to learn more about potential explanations for these kinds of dreams and how to possibly deal with them, plus so much more on today's episode. He's talking and I'm not and I'm just... <sighs> And then I'm talking. <laughs> no, but wait, wait! I have something for him. Boom! Shut down. Now you just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales podcast. I am your host, Moses Sori, and with me today, as always, is Achi. Woo! And we are sponsored by fucking Lagunitas IPA, Indian Pale L. And by sponsored, he means he's drinking Lagunitas IPA. Hey, hit us up, bro. Hit us <laughs> up. We still don't have a drink sponsor, this fucking bitch. Maybe if we we gotta we we gotta uh, manifest it. There bro. you go. We gotta manifest. We go. gotta dream about it. You know, hey, Lagunitas, they're they're what is, I don't know if it's a distributor or corporate place. Is they're they're over in Azusa. They're like they're they're just literally the a beer's throw away. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we you know we could just knock on the door and be like, hey. Speaking of dreams, that's gonna be t- <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's gonna be today's topic. We're gonna be talking about dream. So based so. We're going to be talking about two different aspects of the whole dream world, scheme, world, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's another world that you experience literally half your life. And we've all had it. So we're going to talk about two instant, two things that happened, two things that may have or most likely have happened to you while you dreamt or while you're waking up from a dream. One of them is, uh, have you ever woken up from a dream and then later on in the day something happened and you're like, oh, I dreamt about it. Oh, and then you're yeah. and you're like, oh, did my dream tell the future? Yeah. Like, did I dream? Like, is this? Those dreams are called precognitive dreams, and and I'm gonna talk about precognitive dreams, and I'm gonna talk about why you are full of shit when you think about that, <laughs> when things like that pop into your head, and then Archie is gonna freak us out a little bit because he's gonna talk about sleep paralysis and and sleep paralysis demons and yep. the Undertaker and yep. you know and you'll like, find out, you'll find out. You know, and I'm fucking around and find out. Yeah. So today, obviously, you can't. You can tell the show is a little quieter because my brother's not here. <laughs> he's not here right now because he's at work. He's stuck at work because he has to do something, a hundredth year anniversary of, yeah, of where yeah. he's working at or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. It's just quiet and it's like very relaxing. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, the lights are like. It's, he, just, it's just. It's a different ambiance. It's, it's a, a it's ambiance. a, it's a vibe that you know. <laughs> it's a vibe. 
So while science has yet found any evidence to support the idea of precognitive dreams or prophetic dreams, as some people may call them, people do report dreaming about certain events or disasters that later happened. So here are a few examples. So there's this famous landslide, right? So nearly 150 children and adults were killed in 1966 when waste from a coal mine buried a school in South Wales. When psychiatrists... Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a coal mine that was turned into a school? No, so there's a coal mine uh-huh. that's waste from the coal mine oh. came down the mountain and buried a school, uh. killing 150 children and kids. So this is an accident, right? This happened... And then a psychiatrist, John Barker, he visited the town and spoke to many of the residents. And when he did that, he realized many of them had experienced some type of premonition about the disaster. Even some of the children who had died had mentioned dreams and premonitions of them dying in school the days before the landslide. Days before this happened. Days before this happened. What the fuck? Barker advertised in a London newspaper asking anyone if anyone had any experience or if they had experienced premonition before the landslide to send a written account. He received more than 60 replies. About half of them mentioned a dream of the disaster. So that's a few that's a famous example of a precognitive dream. Bunch of people dreamt about the disaster happening, even some of the kids ended up dying. They went to their parents, they went to spoke to people, say, Oh, I dreamt that I died here in school because of a landslide. And then Landslide happens and they ended up dying. So even Lincoln's death, Lincoln dreamt about his fucking death, right? Even the homie was like, I'm gonna die someday. So about so about two weeks before he got got, President Abraham Lincoln described a recent dream to his wife and a few of his friends. He dreamed of walking to the White House until he came upon his own corpse, guarded and lying in the East Room, exactly where his casket rested after his death. And then we have Carl Jung. So Jung was one of the key founders of modern psychotherapy, who also reported several precognitive dreams and experiences. One of his dreams appeared to warn him of his mother's death. He also described a series of three dreams in early 1914 that involved a darkened Europe in the grips of a catastrophe. Many people later connected these dreams to the start of World War I. Oh, shit. So precognitive dreams, they're few and far between. People, have, they're not few. They're they're pretty common. And I was going to ask you, have you ever had a prophetic dream, or have you ever had a dream that you dreamt of something and then later it ended up happening? I did, but it wasn't anything that felt significant. It was just like me going to some fucking store or whatever, or like me being excited about a video game that's coming out, and then me eventually buying that fucking video game or whatever. But not like of a significant event. That's or called like, manifesting, bro. That's called manifesting. Oh, well, there you go. Fucking manifesting, bro. That's called manifestation. You manifested that goddamn Legend of Zelda in your fucking hands. Yeah, the fucking Nintendo 64 fucking Pokemon Stadium Edition. That's the one. You know, so precognitive dreams, they are real. But how common are they really? Mm. So research suggests that up to a third of people report having one of these precognitive dreams but according to psychology today and their research they say that around 50 percent of the population has had some type of prophetic dream Uh so half of us have dreamt have had one of these fucking 
So you're telling me that most of us were already fucking Nostradamus and the Mayans. For a, at, at least for one night we were. We dreamt, we, we dreamt that something was going to happen and it somehow ended up happening. Hell yeah. But to play devil's advocate to this fucking research, the results of surveys can sometimes be skewed depending on the person you're surveying. For example, people with a strong belief in psychic experiences, mm. they will tend to interpret their dreams as precognitive. So people who believe that they, that they have a psychic intuition, okay. people that think that the, the third eye's open, you know, right. people who's, who's Gatorades and Retrogate or whatever the fuck. <laughs> when they dream, they tend to think these dreams, you know, have more meaning that they... And they connect these dreams. They connect the dots. They're telling you the interpretation of the dream rather than what actually fucking happened. And their interpretation usually manifests into something that actually happened in their life later on that day. So they're like, oh, I connect the dots, which means I dreamt about this. It happened. Oh, it's pre-cognitive dream. The the dot connectors. Exactly. But the same goes for the opposite side of the coin. Non-believers, they will often dismiss or won't even consider the possibility of their dreams predicting the future. Yeah. So, so there's both. So, like, research said it's 50%, but, like... It's very skewed on both sides. Yeah, like, until so there's more, like, extensive research... It's hard to find a middle ground. Yeah. You either get the belie- the, the extreme believers or the, the non-believers. Yeah, so we, yeah. Have to, we have to do research on... So, you know, so we won't... I don't think we won't really know how common, if they are common, this whole precognitive dream or how common precognitive dreams really are. Mm-hmm. So while we can't really scientifically at least prove the idea of prophetic dreams some experts have found a few alternative explanations behind the phenomena one being called selective recall so according to a 2014 research selective recall is one possible cause researchers give 85 participants a fictional dream diary and a true event diary telling them the same student had written both as part of a separate study Mm. The event diary contained an entry that either confirmed or disconfirmed each dream recorded in the other diary. They asked the participants to read both diaries and write down the dreams they remembered and any relevant diary events. They hypothesized that participants would remember more of the events that confirmed the dreams than events that did not. And just as the researchers predicted, the participants had better recollection of their dreams confirmed by events in the diary. This selective recall was consistent across participants, regardless of their level of belief in precognitive dreams. So, so basically, when an event in your daily life appears to mirror something that happened in a dream, you're more likely to remember the similarities than the differences. So for example, say you have a long, complicated dream about going for a walk in the woods, getting lost, losing your shoes, and missing your best friend's birthday party. A few days later, you leave your shoes in the sand at the beach, and the tide carries them away. Even though only once, only one part of the dream occurred, your brain focuses on the part that happened correctly. That's why your dream seems to predict you lost your shoes, even though none of the other bullshit happened. Mm. So that's called selective recall, mm-hmm. where like you're you're kind of nitpicking at your dreams, kind of choosing what you oh, I did lose my shoes in my dreams. You know when I jumped off the submarine that was being eaten by a giant spider that grew out of my ass. Has nothing to do with you. You skipped all of that. All the connection, yeah. Everything else. Ah, oh, okay, okay. So that's called selective recall. That's a that's one that's one way science is saying precognitive dreams suck me from the back, you know. But another and another. So here's another explanation for precognitive dreams. 
It's called Association of Unrelated Events. So the research mentioned above also involved a second study with different participants. This study tested the idea that people who believed more strongly in precognitive dreams would have a greater tendency to make connections between unrelated events. So they asked 50 participants to read four different pairs of dream diaries and news articles and list as many connections as they could find. Those who reported higher levels of paranormal belief or belief in precognitive dreams specifically made more associations between the news articles and the dream diaries. So here's a real life example. You dream about fighting with someone. When you wake up, you recall feeling very angry. The next night, you dream about feeling very sad. Although you can't recall many specifics, you do remember crying. A few days later, you get into a car accident. No one gets hurt, but your nearly new car is pretty beat up. Feeling angry and sad about your car, you think back to those dreams you had. Sure, they absolutely seem like a prediction of the accident, but there's nothing directly connecting them. Mm. Anger and sadness are both common emotions. So you might experience them for any number of reasons. And if they come up in your day to day, there's nothing stopping them from popping into your dreams as well. Mm. So that's another example of what, that's another reason. That's another uh, re explanation behind precognitive dreams, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is association of unrelated events. And then one of the, obviously one of the most, Easiest explanations out there is just plain old coincidence. Mm -hmm. You know, another likely factor in precognitive dreams is just the simple, just simple coincidence. Just fucking, you roll the dice and you happen to just, just, just go even. Part of this lies in the law of large numbers. You're going to have a, ridic a ridiculously large number of dreams on widely varying topics over the course of your entire life. It's only natural that occasionally something in your life and your dream will match up. Right. This isn't, you know, it, it isn't just natural. It's it's bound to happen at some point. As improbable as it may seem, and the more dreams you remember, the better chance you experience something that seems to align. And finally, there's something called subconscious connections. So it's pretty common to dream about things you already think about often, especially things that worry you. If you dream about breaking up with your partner and they really do break up, you might immediately remember your dream. Mm. But breakups generally don't come out of nowhere. Mm. Maybe you're having issues that made you worry your breakup was coming. Even if you act, even if you don't, even if you didn't actively worry, the factors contributing were still present. So your dream could have come from your awareness of those problems. Mm. Your mind can also make connections you don't have any awareness of. And these can surface in your dreams. So say you dream about a terrible fire. You wake up to read on social media that the local library caught fire in the middle of the night after a nearby tree was struck by lightning. If it's summer and you live in a dry area prone to fires, that could explain why fire is on your mind. Or maybe you have heard a weather report predicting storms with a high chance of lightning and your brain linked lightning to fire. So there's all these reasons, there's all these things why pre good, that explains a precognitive dream mm -hmm. if you don't believe in precognitive pre dreams. But is there any way to stop them? It's been suggested that reports of precognitive dreams could become more common in times of widespread crisis. Take Jung's dreams about war, for example, the one I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Plenty of concrete signs suggested the possibility of war. Young himself remarked on the uneasiness he felt at the time. When bad things happen around you, you're more likely to have dreams reflect reflecting this turmoil. When facing, when facing many unpleasant circumstances at once in your personal life or the world at large, you're even more likely to dream about something similar. But that's a more reflection of how deeply life experiences can affect your consciousness. Mm -hmm. Persistent, troubling dreams can keep you from getting enough sleep, which can make you feel even worse. It's bad enough to worry about things during the day. Sleep should provide a chance to recharge at the very least. Mm -hmm. So while you may not be able to stop dreaming entirely, you can address stress and reduce nightmares. Decreasing stress in your waking life can help you get better sleep. So when you feel lonely, sad, or deeply affected by current events, talking to a therapist can help. Therapy can help you learn to manage and cope with difficult emotions, which can help you feel more present in the, during the day and better rested after a night of, you know, peaceful sleep. Mm -hmm. So the bottom line, dreams that predict the future, can they be real? Short answer, who the fuck knows? Nobody <laughs> knows. Scientific research. There's no uh, answer. Scientific research offers several more likely explanations, but experts still don't fully understand the role of dreams. So let your dreams tell you what they will. But when they affect your rest, check out some new, you know, sleeping habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I fucking have, I'm the opposite. Where like whatever I have in my on my mind at that time, I dream about something in regards. Like fucking, I think it was last night. This whole week, I've been on my shit, been freaking making sure I'm checking off lists, getting shit done, and just really making sure I don't fall behind like I did fucking last semester. And one thing that I keep on thinking as I open up my door is like I gotta reorganize my keys. Because I have a bunch of keys that, oh, that access all the things that I really need at the school. You know, thankfully, my admin, they helped me out with that. And I keep on thinking, like, fuck, I got to reorganize my keys. Because, like, I keep on having to look for my key that I need to open my classroom. And in my dream that I had last night, I dreamt that I was in a school that looked like my school, but very rustic looking. Like, very old school looking. Like, old architecture, fucking huge pillars and shit. And for whatever reason... I managed all the keys for the fucking school. And when I when I was going in, as, as my fiance Sonia was like, hey, you should lock up the school real quick before you leave. Because I was I guess I was cleaned up or some shit. You're like, the whole school? <laughs> and then in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking lock up the whole school. Fuck it, yeah, because that's what I do. And then so I'm all here locking up the school and shit. And all of a sudden, it's like the school's empty and shit I have some workers that are coming in doing maintenance they're like hey can you lock, the, lock up the school for us which is weird because like they're the ones that have the keys not me so this whole thing about me being hyper focused on keys came out of my dream nice ridiculous speaking of dreams this is something I've never experienced before sleep paralysis you've never experienced never sleep in my life because every time like my cousins have experienced it Sonia has experienced it 
And then you're over here by your reaction telling me that you fucking experienced it. But I've never had sleep paralysis ever in my life. And every time people say, talk about it, I'm like, how the fuck are you alive, bro? Because that shit sounds scary as fuck. Horrible. Like, people say that, like, one of the most common traits is that it feels like something's on you and, like, pressed up against you and you can't do anything about that. Like, your your eyes are, are able to skim through areas, but your body is in complete paralysis, hence the name. So... I've had it a few times. A few times. A few times. I've had it a few times, and it was in this, and they all happened in a span of a few. Like it was like, was did you see a common theme in all of them? Like, this this is what happened before I had sleep paralysis. Yes, uh, I was. Oh. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't any. So the this was when right. So everything happened. All of these happened. It was maybe like four or five times. Okay. And the only thing that I can think of that was going on was it was um, when me and my ex-girlfriend, we were having problems. Okay. We were were having problems. And those problems eventually ended up, you know, like building up and relationship ending. So it was the beginning of those. And so we were together for like eight years and we never really had any problems. Right. And it was the it was the beginning of those problems where I started having those those sleep paralysis, uh-huh. and I can remember twice. Her, she was she was sleeping right next. She was sleeping on me. Uh-huh. She was sleeping next to me with right. one arm over uh, over my chest. Yeah, yeah. And I remember waking up, and I have sleep paralysis. My arm. Was that your first experience you had? No, no, no. But this, okay. is, but this, this is the the, the more most, significant one. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the, so. I'm trying to explain to you how, how how it feels, right? Okay, okay, okay. So I could feel her, so I could feel her arm, mm-hmm. the weight of her arm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over bitch ass arm on my chest, and I had we had fallen we, we had fallen asleep watching TV, right? So I fell asleep. Oh, and I, every time I had it, I fell, I had fallen asleep on my back. I never okay. sleep on my back. I sleep on my side. Oh, okay. I can't sleep on my back. I just can't. Yeah. But each time that's happened, I've, I've, I woke up on my back and I fell asleep. Right. You know, so I could feel the weight of her arm, uh-huh. but something else was holding me down. So what it feels like is, have you ever cocooned yourself in your blanket on purpose so you can't move? Yeah, you're like you're, you're fucking. You f- you feel attentions from from everything just around you. Not even that. Like you, you feel something like holding you down, and yet, and like you wiggle and you feel that tug. Yes. So that's, okay. So that's what that felt like. Oh shit! Right. But my hands were literally inches away from her hand, and I remember, I, and I remember my head. I'm, I'm calling her name. I'm but like, you felt like it was there was more weight other than the hand. Yes. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah. 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 What the fuck? So I could feel all the weight of her hand on my stomach, and right? Then I could feel something holding me down. Yeah. And you're looking around, you're like, well, what? nothing's fucking, nothing else is holding me down. Yeah, and the TV was on. It wasn't dark. Yeah. It wasn't, I could, you, you I could, could see. see everything. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't dark. And then I just, my hands, and I just kept thinking in my head, I was like, in my head, I just kept calling her name. I was like, and I was like, hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> in my head, I was like, fuck, maybe if I scream it loud enough. And then I realized, oh, this, this is sleep paralysis. I'm conscious of it. What the fuck? So then I'm like, how the fuck do I get up? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, am I going to wake up? Like, when she moves? Yeah, or yeah. do I have to move? 
And then I'm slowly going like, all right, my arm's right here. My arm felt so heavy, but it was heavy not because I didn't have any strength, mm -hmm. but it was like, like, no matter how much I, I'm trying to, it's like, you know when you're playing, a, like, go try to pick up a car right now. Right. You could you could feel yourself straining to pick up a car. Right. You're not gonna move it. Got it got That's it. what it felt like moving my hand. I felt what? me tensing up my hand. I felt fuck? me straining it, and I could not move my fucking hand. That is weird. I couldn't. I couldn't move my hand. And then I guess she felt me tensing up and like loosening the tensing up. Yeah. And then she, she kind of like, cause her her head was buried on my like on my arm or like on yeah. my shoulder. Yeah. Her arm was on my. Thing. Yeah. And then she moved. She kind of woke up and she moved her hand on my chest. She's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And that snapped me out and I just immediately jumped up. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, holy shit. And that freaked her out. She's like, what happened? I was but like, you're conscious about this the whole fucking time. It must have been like at least five minutes. That's. that's it was horrible, bro. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. And I told her. And then she was like, oh my God, what? Are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was fucking serious. Mm. And that freaked her out. And I was like, all right, let's go to bed. And I turned off the TV and I went to right, bed. Right. I was just like, all right, it happened. It didn't go. Yeah. That was that. And this happened five fucking times. That was the worst one. There are times where it's happened short. And then I just remember just managed, like, I shake it up. Yeah, or something. yeah. The worst one. And I'm, do you want me? It's, I mean, well, I'll, I'll, we talked about this before, but during this whole phenomenon, there's this big I don't want to say pandemic or epidemic or whatever, but there's a phenomena. There's a phenomena that happens when people experience sleep paralysis, and this phenomena is known we as jizz. Yeah, it's it's known as the Hat Man, and it's basically this large, dark silhouette figure that has something on their head that resembles almost like a fedora or a top hat type Guys. looking hat. Literally, close your eyes. Think of the outline of the Undertaker. That's that's literally what this guy looks like. He's looking like he's wearing a trench. The outline silhouette is a trench coat. You can see the show. It, yeah. it, it, it's the Undertaker. Like, it, and the eyes are usually bright fucking white. Undertaker, or red. Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about this, and Moses saw something. I've dreamt. I've dre I've seen this. My guy wasn't as snazzy. <laughs> he didn't have a trench coat or a hat. He was a cane. He was fucking. He was, or was it Undertaker? Sorry. No, he was fucking bitch ass Slenderman. <laughs> so, this was the last. And this was the last sleep paralysis I've ever had. This was the last. This one. This is the last one. This was the last one. And this was like maybe like three years ago. All oh, this is recent. At the very, at may at, at the very least at, at least three years ago. Right. I'm in bed. I wake up. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. You know already. You're like, this is this is it. The reason I know it's sleep paralysis, because uh -huh. I wake up, uh -huh. and then I'm but this, I wake up and I'm on my back and I uh -huh. turn around, uh -huh. or I feel like I feel like I turn around, but it might be just because I woke up and my eyes adjusted. Yeah. And you know when it's happened, we all see. Like we all put clothes on our chairs, and you see yeah, you see a fucking a silhouette a shape right? that looks like a person, and then you, yeah, you like wake up and you're like, oh, that's just a fucking that's where I left my coat on the chair or something. So like I do that. it, I see it, I was like, oh, or like, or like fuck, Whatever. man, I have a lot of clothes. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, 
I don't have <laughs> what fucking clothes. I was like, no, I was like, I don't have enough clothes for that shit to be to, for the silhouette to be reaching my the roof. Yeah, and I fucking look again, and then I realize when when I say I look again, it's yeah. just my eyes that are moving. My head isn't right. So when I say, so I think I'm turning my head, but I'm just moving my eyes to the left. Yeah, and then I look back. And I see this fucking shadow figure standing three feet behind where you are. Shit. Literally standing where you are at, right? There's a window behind you. Yeah. That window is now covered by a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. But if you turn on the 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 light, there's a light that's directly outside of that window. Right, right. The light was on. Mm-hmm. So I could see. Everything. I could see the, black, the silhouette clearly because light's coming in. So it's not like it's a shadow that's coming from the outside. No, it's something's in the fucking room, cause there's light yeah. in my room. Was this night? A night? Yeah, it must have been like three in the morning, two oh, in the morning. Okay, okay. And then I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I'm looking at it. Yeah. And then the more I look at it, I was like, "I think it's fucking moving." And then I see it move toward me, but it feels. No. But this is what it feels like. It doesn't feel like it's moving toward me. Uh-huh. It feels like if like it's standing like, still. Like you're moving towards it. Like the yeah, it's like the yeah. room is being pulled and I'm oh, being pulled to it. Oh fuck that! And that thing keeps getting bigger and I I can't tell if it's because like it got to the point because I'm 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 on my back and I'm looking at it through my right peripheral vision, yeah. through my right peripheral view, right? And it got to the point where it got so big. That I couldn't see the full silhouette anymore. That's how close it got to me. Where like now you, is now you it's just see its head anymore. Now it's just blackness. Yeah. The only thing, my saving grace, was my fucking dog Luna. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, she's like knocked the fuck out right she's, now. She's because I have the heater on and yeah. she's snoring like a motherfucker. So apologies for that. But she sleeps, and at that particular time, she was she was sleeping on the corner of the of. of of her little bed. Yeah, yeah. So she, when she woke up, she, she, this is the weird part, she woke up nervous because she woke up jittery and like ran around the room. So, but she woke up in the corner so when she woke yeah. up in the corner, she hit the wall and she oh. had her, she had her collar. Yeah, yeah. So, the, you hear the thumb, you hear the collar and that kind of snapped me out of it. Yeah. And when it snapped me out of it, I just closed my eyes yeah. Not because I wanted to. It's just that's what happened. Right. I, I heard Luna. So I don't know if it was I heard the thump and I was just me bracing thinking yeah. this, this thing was going to hit me or uh-huh, something. Uh-huh. And I woke up and I'm dizzy as shit. The room is fucking spinning. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. And then and then I, I just focus on. Uh, I had a picture up against my closet wall that's facing my my, my door. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, I got to focus on something so I can. See if the room stops spinning. Yeah, and I'm fo- and I can feel the room like stop spinning. Uh-huh. And then when it stops spinning, I kind of turn around to see if the figure is still the, the, and, and, and the figure's gone. Yeah, but then Luna, she's just sitting at the edge of my like to the right of me, like on uh, on the floor of my bed. Yeah, yeah, with her back toward me, facing the corner. Oh, she's. So she- so she felt something too, or knew of something. She at felt least. something, but there was enough light where I could see like there's nothing there anymore. Yeah, like there was enough light where I could see what was on my desk. Right. This, this, my room wasn't dark. Yeah, like there was light. I could see what was on my desk. I could tell you like, oh, there was a laptop. Like there was enough light for me to see, so that it wasn't just like my. I don't know what the fuck it was. 
was I dreaming? Was I snap out of it? I have, I have, I have no idea. But <clears throat> Luna was my saving grace. This is the last time you. That was the last that. time I've ever had sleep paralysis. God damn, this does not sound fun, bro. I don't. It know. is. Who said? Well, whoever's whoever's whoever you're speaking to, and like, and they're like sleep paralysis. Like, oh fuck yeah, bro. I fucking do, do that shit all the time, bro. Horrible. So that's my experience. That's a fucking nightmare, bro. I don't want. I don't want to ever experience that. Well, anyways. So what is this fucking hat man? Like I mentioned before. So witnesses describe the hat man as donning either a top hat or a fedora wearing a jacket often observed to be more like a trench coat. He stands at an estimated six to 10 feet tall, which explains a fucking tall fucking overarching being that you mentioned. Some claim he has glowing red eyes, while other attest that he is made only of shadow with no distinguishable facial features. Several accounts reference a gold pocket watch on a chain, which he glances at from time to time. But why are vastly different individuals from an array of cultures, geographies of exper experiencing all the same night terror? And some experts hypothesize that the hat man is an unconscious reworking of figures out of pop culture. One significant name that comes to mind here is Freddy Krueger. A horror icon that persisted at the forefront of horror media for the past four decades. It's an easy connection to make and given the gruesome character attacks when you're most vulnerable. However, other experts have more neurological explanation for the hallucination. On one paper from 2017, postulates that REM sleep generates highly emotionally charged dreams, thus causing our body to enter a state, a state of paralysis to ensure that we do not harm ourselves. When people's minds awaken before their body, the area of brain in charge of the processing the body map and self is disturbed, which causes the dreamer to project a humanoid figure. So a lot of people think that this personification of the being came from Freddy Krueger, especially because around that time, there's there's a lot of that was the horror icon for, you know, what if you get attacked in your dreams, you know? And because as a hat, it's like, well, you know, probably you saw a Freddy Krueger film. But a lot of people haven't seen that fucking film. Or like know of the being, but not so much that they become fixated to it for them to want to dream about that. Yeah. And like, what is the most distinctive feature of Freddy Krueger? The claws. Not the hat. No one talks about no claws. No one mentions claws. So I'm like, that makes sense. No one mentions and, claws. And in the study or whatever, do they only talk about the... We've, the the fucking shadow man did we only start seeing them starting in the 80s or did it happen before because if it happened before that went out the window because you know freddy cougar hasn't been around you know freddy cougar came out what 80 something early yeah 80s? yeah it was like you didn't see the fucking time oh uh 1984 so that was like the first yeah that, that was i think that was the first freddy cougar the nightmare on industry that that came out all right but I, what i'm Saying what? if there's there's other experiences that happened prior to that, yeah, like so there's other variations of this that happen. So we look further back into history, into folk culture, we find similar stories, such as in Germany's Nachtmar, which is a malevolent female horse that that supposedly arrives at night to prey upon sleepers, and Nachtmar apparently is a source for English word meaning nightmare, and the people of France, Denmark, Iceland, and Norway also tell such stories as part of their cultural. 
traditions. And other stories include that of Old Hag or Akrog from Newfoundland, the Ukumarik of the Canadian Inuit, and the Kanshibari of Japan, the sexualized incubus and succubus from ancient Mesopotamia, and the Apuku gnome uh, and the Jorka ancestor from Suriname. As noted in mythical anthropologist Shelley Adler, the author of Sleep Paralysis, Nightmares, Nocebos, and Mind-Body Connection, the entity has stalked human beings throughout history, not merely within particular society or during a specific time. And the less you think these visitors are all hum harmless, consider for a moment the stories of the Dog Chog of Southeast Asia, pronounced Da Cho. So these supposedly evil entities are said to smother hapless victims by press by pressing on their chest while they sleep and these beliefs remain fairly common to this day including among home refugees in the united states that have been subject to a study by scientific researchers for instance some years back a large group of the hum the monk recounted to california researchers how they have received personal visits from this entity um the dot show what had prompted this scientific inquiry were deaths among the refugee community, 18 otherwise healthy Hmong in California that had died unexpectedly in their sleeps. And the deaths had occurred during 1970s and 1980s. Yeah, this prior is... Prior to Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, this is what inspired Freddy Krueger. Yeah? Yeah, this, specific, this specific story. This, this, this specific story, I think it's this specific story that inspired Freddy Krueger. And, and they said that another hundred or so Hmong died under similarly mysterious circumstances during the 90s. Almost all have deceased refugees were men. None had complained of feeling ill before going to bed, and yet they died in their sleep. Fucking crazy. And then medical professionals that point to heart disease as a possible culprit, perhaps combined with the stress of isolation that comes from living in foreign land. And many refugees, however, blamed evil spirits it's always evil spirits always bro always an evil spirit and so there's other claims about this creature being from another dimension uh that is a ghost that's more physical control than most an astral projection some say that it's the devil himself and through the writer's personal experience with sea polaris it's seen all manners of things. A bunny hopping across the floor. An old school collie crouched like a gargoyle at the front of its bed. Uh, one memorable occasion was of the Witch of the Conjuring. All of them appeared to be strikingly vivid in detail. But the Hat Man was like nothing else. The sheer cold sweating terror of the sight of him pales in comparison to anything else that the writer experienced. Even such talking about him gives him a creeping sense of unease and it's neither a scientist nor a paranormal expert that can hardly say what the fuck they saw at that night and uh it was deep-seated fear of un unknown playing tricks on its brain who fucking knows so apparently this entity there's like lots of stories about people saying that that the uh, hat man is there to take their souls, there to take their spirits, there to fucking kill them. It's like the fucking uh, the Grim Reaper or whatever. And none of them have had the full experience, or at least not that we fucking know of, 
where the hat man actually comes and actually grabs them or gets them. It's always like in your case where they're getting right closer, there. they're right there, and then fucking bam, you wake the fuck up. And there's a bunch of fucking stories. And as a matter of fact, you want to check it out, put this link in, in, in our show notes. It's called the Hat Man Project. So there's this dude who started this and basically is collecting stories from everyone who shares about their experience with the Hat Man. So I'm going to go ahead and, and tell you a story about the the main author himself or, or who created all these stories together in the Hat Man Project. So get some popcorn, get your fucking blankie, don't go to fucking sleep. And here you go. My experience with the Hat Man came in 1994, when I was about 14 years old. I was living with my grandmother and my great-grandmother at the time at home in Nashville, Tennessee. I'd been staying up really late that night, and at about 2 a.m. in the morning, I found myself lying in bed and kneeling off as I was watching TV. The lights were all off, and the only light that was lighting my room was coming from the TV set in front of me. Bro, is this your story? (laughs) From where I was lying in my bed, looking down around my feet, at a clear view of all the way onto through my great-grandmother's room, which was just parallel to mine, as there was no door between my room and hers. I could also see into the hallway, just on the other far side of her room. Just inside the hallway was a doorway going into my grandmother's room. As I was lying there with the covers pulled up on my face, nodding off, my eyes would open and fall, open and fall, over and over again. And then at some point, something I heard on TV made a noise and caused me to wake up and open my eyes a little wider. Only this time, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I had always had a fear about intruders and what I would do if someone ever broke into our home. For a brief moment, I thought that the movement I was seeing might be my grandmother getting up to go to the bathroom. But as I moved my eyes more into focus, looking down through my great-grandmother's room into the hallway, I very quickly realized that wasn't my grandmother. What I saw gripped me immediately with fear and dread. I saw a tall, human-like figure, and the figure looked like that of a man. The man had no distinguishable features, however. I could see no eyes, no nose or mouth, only blackness. He looked like a shadow, only darker, much darker. Oh, fuck. He had a very wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat that flowed as he moved. As I started to tremble, my heart began to race. And at that moment, I came to the conviction that there was indeed an intruder in my house. As I watched him move in the back of my mind, I began to play out scenarios as to what he and I was going to do. Was I going to yell? Was I going to get up and run after him and try to fight him? I kept looking into the hallway. He stood there at the threshold between my great-grandmother's room and my grandmother's room. He leaned his head and body onto my great-grandmother's room and looked in, turning his head toward her and then toward me. I had my eyes closed as much as I could so I could still see him and yet still look like I was sleeping. He stood there for what seemed like an eternity, just staring, and then he moved 
very slowly and without sound back into the hallway just out of view as i kept watching i then saw this blacker than black figure move toward my grandmother's room just like before he leaned his body and head toward her doorway looking at her again not making a sound he then leaned back and moved out of view into the hallway at this point i didn't know what else to do i was convinced that we had some kind of burglar in my house so i summed as much courage as i could jumped out of bed yelling and charged into the hallway ready to fight i turned to the hallway and he was gone obviously my yelling and screaming startled and woke up my grandmother and great-grandmother I told them what happened and needs to say we didn't go back to sleep for a long time. And when we did, we left the light on. After my experience that night and during the next day, I spent a lot of time talking with my family about what happened. I was surprised to know that my experience of the man with the hat and cape was not only one that had, had happened at that house. As it turned out, both my grandmother and great-grandmother had seen the same thing. My grandmother relayed me to the few nights prior that she had woken up in the middle of the night and too saw a dark figure walk past the doorway in the dim light of the hallway. Since I looked like I was wearing some kind of flowing robe, she thought it was her mother, my great-grandmother, getting up to go to the bathroom wearing her evening robe. Then too, my great-grandmother told me that she, was, she also had a separate occasion and had the same dark shadowing being lurking in the house at night. I honestly didn't know what to make of it at all. And over the years that time has passed, I had grown very agnostic against the whole thing, brushing it off as a mere happenstance, a figment of imagination, or perhaps the result of nodding off and being in between place of being awake, half awake, and half asleep. I thought about it every now and then, but relegated to the back part of my mind, paying very little attention to it. I would continue to feel the same way about the experience until about 2001, when everything changed. I was driving a long distance one night, hitting the scan button to see if I could find something to listen to the radio to help pass the time. The station landed on 1510 WLAC on a show called Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. It was probably about 2 AM or 3 AM when the show came on. They were doing a show on a called on, on a show that was called Shadow Beings. The first time that I had ever heard of something like that. As I listened to the show, nothing could prepare me for what I was going to hear next. George Norrie and the guests went to describe people's experiences with one particular shadow being, a dark man-like figure with a large brim white hat and cape. Immediately I felt chills run down my spine, and I knew at that moment what had happened to me as a teenager was not a figment of my imagination and definitely was not the result of nodding off. I had seen what these people were describing exactly. I began to research as much as I could at the local library and on the internet. There wasn't much information on the internet about this hat man or shadow people in those days and so I decided to build this very first website dedicated to research of shadow people and in particular, the being that I had seen known as the Hat Man. Since 2001, I collected and read hundreds of stories, others who had similar experiences, and I compared people's stories to try to make sense out of what is happening. Even today, I received at least 
two to three stories per week from people all over the world who are seeing this and other such beings. I now believe that I am at a place in life that I can draw some conclusions on who or what the hat man is and how he's connected to the wider experience of the shadow people. These encounters are on the rise and I believe there is a reason, a very good reason. This website serves as a staging ground to continue my research and offer my help to those who have experienced the same phenomenon. I need, if you ever need an ear, I can help. If you want to be rid of this and other beings, I can help. And on the website, you will find the stories of sightings of the hat man that have been reported to us. This website has gone through many iterations. There have been periods where I have walked away from the project due to strange circumstances and phenomena that tend to happen when I engage with it. Things have changed considerably in my life over the last 20 years, and I'm glad to say that the Hat Man Project is here to stay. Now that I have an understanding of what this phenomenon is and what it's about, I no longer fear the repercussion of shining spotlight into the darkness, and I have since learned that this is part of my purpose in life, and I no longer fear these entities. You are batshit crazy if you're not scared of the Undertaker, bro. <laughs> That's that's you know I told you that's what it reminds me of the Undertaker like we're all scared because we all seen him choke slam the Big Show like if he could choke slam if he, he choke slam the Big if show? he cho if he could choke slam the Big Show what do you think he could do to my stupid ass it's on sleep wrestling. that's superpower he rolls yeah. his eyes back you get paralyzed and then he choke slams you, you fucking die. and then he you know and then he wins WrestleMania hell yeah and then not only that but there's also like. Fucking do there's a documentary called The Hat Man Documented Cases of Pure Evil that came out in 2019. If y'all want to check it out, it'll be there. And then there's another uh, basically storybook that's called The Hat Man The True Story of Evil Encounters by Haiti Hollis. So a lot of fucking people have seen this shit. And do you think, and this is another topic. You briefly mentioned it. You think the Batman is part of the Shadow People, or do you think it's a whole different thing? The Batman or the Hatman? The Hatman. I was like the Batman. The Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I am the Knight. Um, I think so. I think some people mentioned that this is like kind of like the head of the Shadow People. That even though the Shadow People are the ones that appear more frequently yeah because you see them when you're awake like yeah like, you know you, you see something in the corner of your eye you know what the fuck yeah and and, and, and you know this motherfucker he only pops out you know Drink. like a pervert when you're asleep yeah and it's all dark there is someone watching behind you you know what's funny though i it completely for, fucking forgot when i was little i was hanging out in jackie's room and all the cousins were just fucking chilling there and then we're just chilling fucking talking having fun and in her room, she has two windows. A low window, just like fucking regular size, whatever. And a high window right above her and her sister's bed that's kind of slim. It almost looks like as if it would be... Have you ever been to my old room, my parents' house? Yeah. The bathroom? Yeah. You know how it's like kind of slim and On like kind of wide? Yeah. yeah. And another window like that. And fucking... And the bigger window, like as we were talking and shit, one of my cousins screamed out, what the fuck is that? And pointing at the window, and we saw this silhouette of a dude with a fucking hat, like a brim hat, long black coat, 
but we couldn't capture any features like it was just we saw a figure and as soon as she said what the fuck is that we just see i turned around i saw the edge of the fucking hat and the shadowy figure just zoom and all of us were just fucking yelling and screaming and like what the fuck and then my my aunt jackie's mom comes out it's like what what's happening what the fuck is why are you guys screaming they're like we saw someone with the hat or whatever it's like what the fuck so she goes out she's like there's nothing there there's nothing fucking there but like what's funny is that the size of this figure was literally at the top of the window and it ran towards the direction of the other window and right at the top of the hat where, where, where it reached, we should have been able to see it pass by through the other window, but we didn't. So I don't know if it just like fucking teleported out of there or what the fuck. Oh shit, I got Yeah, but when we noticed that, we're like, that couldn't have been a fucking person because or else we would have seen it if it's that fucking tall. Yeah. But that was my... Not sleep paralysis, hat man experience. That's wild. Yeah, like my, yeah, and, and like he's to, yeah, it's fucking he, he's told didn't, didn't you see something like that when you guys used to live upstairs? No. So what I would see is a shadow on the stairs. Mm. Did it show like any peach features? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It, it was a it was a man in a hat, but it was it looked more like a farmer, like you know the, those farmer hats. You know, like the, the 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 hats like our our parents wore to the swap meets, the farmer hats, like the straw hats. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. All right, okay. so like freaking huge, long, like long fucking brim, like just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So the house that we're currently in, the one we're currently recording, yeah, used to be um, the main house of a huge farmland, right? Okay, so. The house, to, the other side of the house is so big. So, the people who used to own this house, so literally used to be nothing but like cows, yeah, cows, and long, long, long time ago, long before you know drugs and <laughs> and, and long, next, because, long, long before Linwood became the hood. Yeah. So this used to be um, a. Um, People who owned the land, whatever, and mm-hmm. then there was a doctor's office, which is the upstairs. I used to be a doctor's office. A dentist office. I mean, dentist. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Do you see like remnants of all that shit? When we, there? when we first moved in. Really? When we, when we first moved in to the apartment upstairs, uh-huh. we had to fix it first. Right. So all the rooms. One of the smallest rooms specifically, like my brother's yeah, Josh's room, room, had cabinets up all over the top of the wall, like a, like a doctor's office. Oh, shit. So we had to tear those down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the rooms had You know what? That explains why I'm like, why is this room so fucking it was, tiny? It was probably like a, like a, like a closet where, like, where they keep all their shit. Yeah, like. Like a walk-in, yeah, little, yeah. yeah, maintenance room or something. Uh-huh. So people have. Um, someone killed themselves, or people died here. Holy shit! Yeah, because this house, know that. Yeah, because this house has been around to pre nineteen hundreds, I think. Yeah. So, like, so whatever. So, at the top of the staircase, there's a window, mm. and the moonlight shines 
brightly down into it, but for some reason, it doesn't reach the bottom of the staircase. Mm-hmm. It never reaches the bottom of the staircase. Right. So the bottom of the staircase is pitch black. Right. The moonlight hits right, like three quarters of the way down. Uh-huh. Right where it ends, that's where you start seeing the figure. And oh, the, so you're seeing it from top down. Or down up. What Whether, the Yeah, fuck? so you, you, I would see it. You would see it both ways. I would. I, I don't know if anybody else would see it because uh-huh. you know back then when we stood upstairs, yeah. it was right when I was sneaking out of the house. We were playing shows, so I was yeah. coming in and out late at night. Right. My brother, he was like twelve. He's so he he's not leaving at night. My yeah, parents yeah. ain't leaving at night. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm the dumbass sneaking girls in, sneaking you know, sneaking out to to meet girls, going out for shows, coming back from shows. Watch out for the guy down the stairs. So I what? Would, so I would so I would see it. And it would always be like he's like after a long day. You know how sometimes like our parents after like a dad especially that dad thing where like they're just chilling after work and they're just like just sitting on the stairs just drinking yeah, a beer like yeah. the pose. That's the pose it always had. Down the stairs, like right here, like toward yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. But how was it facing? Like facing up or facing down? It was like his back was. It was like he was leaning on the steps. Like it was like on the steps. Standing up, leaning on the steps, like it was leaning, like if it was laying down on the steps, like if you're talking to somebody on the, st- like let's say you're talking to someone on the steps, yeah. and you've been talking for a while, you know how you just do, you, do a little do a lean, yeah, you just, but like, but you're standing though. Who, who me? But like the the figure was standing, like kind of like leaning like this, standing. It was sitting down on the steps and it was leaning. Uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. so it was, so I would see it and because it, it was just weird, it was just weird, like. How do how do I see this figure? Right. So when you're going down, it would you would see it like it was like it would look like you're looking at its back when you're coming down. Oh, okay. Like he's facing the like he's face like you're looking directly at its back, but when you're going up, he's on his side and right. his back is up against the wall. So right. you kind of see the silhouette of his like it was clear. It was right. clear. What would happen if, as you went down, like with the would would it clarify the figure? Or? It will start fading away. What yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah. Or it will, or, or like, it will, or like, because like you would see it, but then as you yeah. start walking, I'll block the sunlight. I'll block the moonlight, so the silhouette's gone. Yeah. Because now I'm blocking whatever light is was supposed to be shining down on. It. Right, right, right. Same thing going up. And well, how would it look like going up? It was like it was like on its side. Same th- same pose. Same pose, but like if it was like letting me go up, like you know, like if you're just chilling and someone's about to come up, and you don't want to oh, get up, like, yeah, you kind of just scoot to the side. Yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. What? Like he was like, f- like oh, like he was just chilling, like oh, you coming up, my bad, bro, my bad, go, yeah, yeah. go for it, go for it, go for it. Yeah. It was one of those. What the? Fuck? And this is before cell phones. This is before cell phones. So you had no light at all. So if my mom hadn't, so I would be like, fuck. Hopefully my mom left the light on. Yeah. If I was coming back from a show, if I was coming back late. Yeah. But if I was sneaking in and out. Yeah. I would just. Now, how many times did you experience this figure? Almost every time I would leave. Fuck. Come in, come back. But but it but, but it didn't last that long because eventually I ended up getting an iPod. You could use the light. Yeah. Zoom, get the light. Yeah, eventually, yeah. you got a phone. You got you know you yeah. you know like, but you could use it. And the worst part is if if I was sneaking in, yeah, the light would be off. And I couldn't rush up because my mom would hear the, do, 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 do. so I have to take my time. As you're still seeing this fucking figure. <sighs> now, when you're going up the stairs, would the figure disappear too? Yeah, 
Cool, because oh, okay. because at that point I'm already blocking. I'm <coughs> I'm already interfering with the light that's shining down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm already bothering whatever's supposed to be shining down. Got it. Got it. And. My mom would be like, oh, it's because my mom at that, that point she had plants upstairs. She's like, oh, just yeah. silhouette of the plants. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the plants make a whole human figure. Yeah. Leaning. But it, it was never menacing. Yeah. It was never scary. Yeah, yeah. It was just the fact, it was never like I felt like it was going to get me or if it was, there was nothing like that. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing, nothing like that. Bro, the fucking scariest shit I experienced in your house was that Slender Man shit with the fucking. Fucking a. So I've told the story a few times on you know on this episode, and I will never get tired of saying it. That shit made me a believer. So this was I remember 2008, 2007. It was right where it was right. It was right after high school. Yeah, right after high school. I had just discovered Slenderman. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know what would be cool? YouTube was just popping. Yep. I was like, we should do a Slenderman series. Yeah. And then I told my brother, Lewis, who you guys have heard on some of the episodes, and a bunch of us were like, you know what? Let's get together one night. We'll just turn my house. We'll do it. So we're just talking Slenderman. We're all just... We're all just hanging out. And then eventually, we start talking about Slenderman. Mm. It hasn't happened before or since. Mm-hmm. This conversation. We're all chilling outside of my backyard. And the second we start talking about, all right, let's get down to what are we going to do about Slenderman? My lights in the backyard start to flicker. It's just buzzing. Yeah, and it was like flickering. And yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck? We're like, oh, Slenderman. Yeah. Huh? So while we're doing laughing, boom, we just hear this loud boom coming from inside my house. Yeah. No one's inside my house except for. My mom and dad and my sister. At the time, my sister, she must have been three, four. Yeah. Couldn't have been her. I didn't have dogs at the time. Really? I didn't have dogs at the time. What? Yeah. Damn. So I didn't have Luna. So this was easily 13, 14 years ago. Luna's about to be 13. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't have dogs at the time. So that's why. So we're, we're just looking and we're like, what the fuck is that? So we all got up. We all got up. My stupid ass is like, oh, shit, cool. Let's go check this out. So we, so we all get up at the same time. I we, I jump up. Everybody jumps up, and I start walking. Uh-huh. I get to the door to open the fucking door. And as I'm opening the door, I look back. You guys are all still at the table. No one followed me nah. inside of the house. You're on your own, buddy. I was we- like, fuck, I've gone this far already. I was like, you fucking bastards. I'm yeah, like, if I see- die, this time I'm going to die. We've seen enough horror films to know what's up. I did too. I was like, all right, I've, I haven't seen any horror films where they, a ghost goes up against the fucking Wu Tang Clan. I'm like, there's fucking 15 <laughs> of us. It ain't gonna, you know, it ain't gonna fuck with us. And if it is gonna fuck with somebody from the group, it's gonna fuck with the smallest one. It's not gonna fuck with the biggest one. I'm like, yeah. I thought I was safe. I turned around, fucking Judas's. He left, <laughs> fucking left me to go on my own. So we opened, so I opened the door. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, I turned on the hallway lights. Uh huh. And, we, and that's when I see that the washing machine uh-huh. is like four feet off the wall. Dude, and he's not lying. Like and the only reason it's... There is a fucking gap. It's... It, all right. Four, four feet might be a little exaggerated. 
No, but like, no, there was a fucking gap. There was a huge gap. And the only reason it wasn't any bigger is because the extent, the cord that was connected to the light was the only thing that was holding, it was stretched out to it. Yeah. So it couldn't move anymore. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck is going to be able to, no one in the house is going to be able to move that. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, my dad is, but what the fuck is he going to. And they weren't even near that area. No, they're, they're on the opposite end of the house. Yeah. And it wasn't until only all of us got into the house talking about like, what the fuck did they come out and your parents were like what happened yeah like what are you guys doing we're fucking trying to go to sleep what the fuck we're like yo what the, the, we're like look, look at this shit what the hell are you guys doing to our washing machine <laughs> we're like, it fucking wasn't us <laughs> they're all talking shit I'm, I'm, like, I'm like didn't you guys hear anything they're like no nah, we didn't hear anything they didn't hear it they didn't hear anything i thought that's why they came out they too. came out because we were all in the hallway talking like, y'all fucking loud. They came out to not tell he, us to shut the he, fuck up. Not hearing the bull. They didn't hear Slenderman fucking stub his toe on the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> they hear the devil stub his toe on the fucking washing machine. So we're like, what the fuck? Damn. So then we're like, fuck it, let's push it back. And as we push it back, you hear the washing machine scratch on the tile. So we're like, all right. It wasn't pushed. Yeah. Or else we would have heard the... Because it's, t- it's yeah, metal it sound, on tile. It sounded like a thump. Like just a loud like fucking thump. Like if it thump. was dropped. Yeah. No, not, not if it was dropped. Like if someone kicked the... F- it looked like something hit it. Yeah. It wasn't like... It wasn't a... Th- it wasn't like... It wasn't a loud... Boom. It was like a... Bang! Do you remember the washing machine ever... Like having any dents or anything like no. that? Right? Because I don't, I don't remember anything. It, it looked like... My mom would have beat the fuck out of me if that did. <laughs> You kidding me? I would have got. I would have. I would have. You would have been got and got. By that I would have. I would have been like, man. I would have. T- I would have rather take my chances. With whatever, kick the fuck out of this <laughs> than deal with my mom right now. Like, these my washing machines are expensive. Oh my god. Yeah, that was like the scare. I still remember me thinking like when I was, when I look back, you guys were there. I was, dude. I was so confident walking up because I was like, I, we good. I got the. You know, I got. I got the Avengers with me, you know. I got the whole Wu Tang. I got the whole clan behind me. And I fucking opened the door, and I looked back, thinking, like, "Yeah, y'all like <laughs> twenty feet back." We're like, "Let us know how it goes." I was like, "Nobody said any." I was like, <sighs> "That's funny." I think that was that was what all, was on on all of our minds. We're like, "We don't want to go in there to wake up your parents because we we all know they were asleep." So they were like, we're in China. And it was late, too. It was late. Oh, late. It was like 11. I mean. But still, that's. That's late. For Mexican per- yeah. parents, th- that might as well have been 3 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like. It was, it was weird. And after that, everyone was like, yeah, we're going to go home. We're done. <laughs> I was like, yeah, guys, well, you know, we'll go back and, you know, we'll talk about it again. And that was the last time we. Yeah. No more. Was it, that was before or after the the that one little bit of footage that you, or photos you took of your brother dressed as Slenderman? That was after. That was after. No, no, the photos were taken after. Oh, after that. that yeah, yeah. Dude, that that day was fucking scary. Well, where we hopped the gate, it was fucking foggy as shit. And it was hate. It was kind of hailing. Was it? It was because like, you could see the hail. Like it was like not raining, but it was like cold ice. It was, it was like oh, weird. Okay. Those those pictures were kind of sick. They're sick, bro. They're sick. I have them. I have them all in my laptop. Yeah, put them up. My laptop does not work. Fuck. I'm taking a fucking geek squad. 
Geeks Wife told me just buy just buy a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's it's Connor, bro. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're like, oh, it's gonna be like a three hundred dollar fix. So like, if you can spend three hundred dollars on this laptop, spend an extra two hundred, buy yourself a brand new one. Mm. I was like, just fix my shit. I just want the photos. Yeah, like, <sighs> bitches. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, so that was. Oh, fuck y'all. I thought I was like, yeah, I have the whole Wu Tang. We all Shaolin. We all walking in here. We're gonna fuck up whoever's in here. Nope. Nada. I was like, damn. Nights. I was like, nights. Yeah, I hope I never fucking deal with sleep paralysis. Fuck that. It's just how scary as fuck. It's not, it's, it's only, it's, it's, it's not that it's scary. It's not like you're scared. Like, what the fuck? It's just you're like, why? Oh shit! I can't move. Oh okay. You're like, just a big fat realization. It, I guess, I guess it's, I'm not prone to panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not prone to getting anxious. I'm not prone to being when I get scared. I I start like freaking out. Mm. So maybe that's why it's a different experience for me. Like my, like my ex girlfriend, well she would get sleep paralysis. She would like she would she, she would be crying. She would be crying while she's while she's having the sleep paralysis. Mm. That's how I knew she was having them. Oh shit! Yeah, like she'd be like asleep, but she had her tears. Yeah, and I'd wake her up. I'm like, hey, and then yeah, she she didn't she 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 because she, she knew she was having one. So yeah. when she would wake up, like I would wake her up, but I'd wake up holding yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. So when she would wake up, I would just I'm like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Did that happen first before you got yours? Yeah, she's she's she she's had panic attacks. I never had. Like I'm telling you, these panic attacks happen in the span of maybe. But like sleep paralysis. What? She's had sleep paralysis first before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then los paso away. Yeah. No, I mean, because this was the span of maybe like six months that I've had mine, mm. and it was maybe like six years into our relationship. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she's had a, pri- 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 you know. Mm. So you know that like you kind of mentioned it's probably like. I kind of mentioned it too. It's like this manifestation of like feelings that kind of manifested itself. Yeah. Into, you know, it's one of those. Yeah. And a lot of people who get sleep paralysis from what I read, usually happens in a time of crisis when you're feeling like overly anxious. And I remember me feeling anxious like during those times. Like, yeah. yeah like, oh shit, we're having issues or yeah. whatever. So that's one of those things too. Like, I'm not prone to having panic attacks. So maybe that's why I mind my sleep paralysis. My, the times I did have it, I didn't mm. freak out. Because mm. when things happen, I'm, I don't freak out. You know, unless I walk in, you know, unless I'm thinking I'm going to fight a ghost and I have my whole clan with me and then you guys are all behind. That's then you I'm freak out. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, okay. But like, if I get into a car accident or if like, if you're driving, like, you've seen people like, you've I've been in cars with people hydroplane or like, they kind of yeah. like, someone, they, they freak out because like, oh, like, like, I don't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're like, I'm not like that. Yeah, where like, so you feel that shit and you're like, you try to control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm out. Yeah. yeah, so like that's why maybe it wasn't as bad for me. Got it. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, I didn't freak out, but maybe for people who do freak out easily, they're like, oh shit, and that, that probably yeah. makes it even worse because you're like, oh, uh, and yeah. then so then so I can imagine if they're having a panic attack while they're having a sleep paralysis because the panic attack you kind of can't breathe anymore, mm. <sighs> you, but you can't even do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you kind of just freaking yourself out. You're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so you know what the fuck? So you're like, ah. Like, with me, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, am I going to have to wake? Like, remember I was telling you, like, like I'm trying to force my hand. Like, yeah. oh, I can't li- I'm, I'm fucking can't lift it. Yeah. Yeah, so it was one of those. So, I mean, hopefully it's, you know, 
If you do have one, hopefully it's bad. <laughs> it's fucking payback for not joining you in. No, but I mean, Sonia's had him. You know, She's had him. Yeah. She's fucking had him. Yeah, so it's like, my brother's had, I think he's had him too. Yeah, I think he's told me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please. Has, have you asked if your parents have had it? No, I never have. Oh, okay. No. <coughs> well, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. They're not prone to, like, panic attacks or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, but maybe. But, yeah, man. Um, Yeah, this is a good-ass episode to talk about right before we go to fucking bed. <laughs> it's about to be 9 o'clock. I have, fuck around and find out time. I have work in six hours, seven Ooh, hours. Hell no. So, I'm going to be. Mimi's already. Sleep paralysis the fuck out. <laughs> um, You're like, do what you will. Just give me my fucking sleep. You're like, oh, if I'm. If I'm a, at least let me fall asleep again. Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, like, you're gonna, like, you know, at least let me get up. From, I, all right. If I'm gonna have sleep paralysis, at least let me get get out of it, before, you know, when my alarm hits. Yeah. I ain't yeah. trying to be light to work because it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. You know, but, you know, thank you guys. Thank you guys as always for listening. You know, it was a blast. This is one of those weird times where, you know, you know, what we're trying to do, you know, it's, it's a little more serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little more it's a little more serious. Um, if you guys can't tell by my voice, I finally hit puberty. Finally, at 33 years old. Oh, so yeah. my voice is all deep and nice. No, I'm just recovering from a cold. I have, I just found out, I need to take vitamins. I need an OD on vitamins or something because I have the fucking immune system of a rotten corpse, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck. These past, like, year and a half. Like, yeah, bro. I see your arsenal of meds on the table. Everything, bro. I have fucking nose... No drip original nasal pump mist. I got water bottles up the ass. But like now it's just a congested nose. And yeah. I'm and I was coughing, not because I have a cough, but I just have a dry throat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like <clears> throat> throat> it's not that I'm coughing because like I'm sick or anything. It's just mm. I have the the job of dry yeah. and I finished my monster. So I can There's nothing to freaking lubricate. No, none. Yeah. Nothing. So yeah, um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope, hope you guys learned some things. I hope you guys, for those of you that have, uh, for, for claiming you guys have precognitive dreams, suck a dick. You're not. You know, you just, <laughs> you just, you just, you know, you just seen shit. <laughs> nah, but you know, those are crazy. You know, if you're having precognitive dreams, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, just fucking share those experiences. I want to know. Yeah, like I want to know. Li- yeah, like listen, like if you guys have listened, you know, like hit us up on our, you know, on our Instagram. Hit us up on the comments. You know, like, have you? What are your experiences with sleep paralysis? Have you guys? Have you guys seen fucking Undertaker? <laughs> have you guys had a scarier experience than, than my experience with this motherfucker was walking toward me and shit? You know, like, let us know. Let us know if you have precognitive dreams and you have. What were they? What were they? You what, know? And what fucking saved you was he your dog? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, also, you know, you you guys know I'm a huge Lovecraft fucking nerd or whatever. Uh, I just saw a movie. That that came out during the pandemic that everyone should go see. Which one? That nobody saw. It's called Underwater. Underwater. Um, it has the chick from Twilight. Ah, oh, I forgot her fucking name. Oh, fucking yeah. Oh my god. Horrible as actor. She really is it. She's a really good actress. Well, in Twilight. I guess. Yeah. I, I've never seen Twilight, which is weird because I, I you know. You know, vampires, but yeah. um, it's the only vampire. You that's the only vampire with. I haven't seen it, and it's like I haven't seen it not just because I don't like it, or I, I just for whatever reason I just whatever. Underwater, 
go watch it. Lovecraftian film. It's a really? Lovecraft movie. It's a really? Lovecraft movie. They kind of hint at it, and then eventually you see something toward the end of the movie. And you're like, oh, shit. You're like, oh, shit. It is a Lovecraft movie. And then, boom. Oh, shit. So that movie's fucking nuts. She's an amazing. I loved it. Um, um, it's very, it's, it's, it's. It's a, it's a it's a very you know it's very cost it's a very to me it felt claustrophobic because oh, you're underwater no. you're underwater and it's just like oh. and What's, um T J Miller comes out in it the guy from Deadpool uh, his the guy that runs the the job the bar the funny one from I gotta, Deadpool I gotta really see that shit remember his best friend Ryan Reynolds best friend oh T J Miller the fucking widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not white boys, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that wedding though. Yeah, yeah. Teacher Miller comes out there. Sounds like a fucking. I don't like. How would I? How would you even describe this motherfucker? Like he's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he comes out there. It's fucking. Please, please go watch it. It's on free. It's free on Amazon Prime. Oh shit! It's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. It's called. It's called Underwater. It's a really good fucking movie. It's a it's a really good monster movie. Oh okay. Like, I don't know about a really good movie, but it's a really good monster movie. Yeah. You know, like, if you're into monsters, it's really good. Um, I actually liked her a lot in this fucking movie. Really? I liked her so much. I was like, damn, she's fucking hot. Maybe, you know, I thought she was hot because she was in underwear for, like, half the time. <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? She was really hot. I mean, she's a really, she's really good. <laughs> she's a really, she was really good in the movie. The, movie. the movie's amazing. It's just, I don't know. It was just, I liked it a lot. It was one of those really slept on movies. I didn't hear nobody talking about it. And I was just, I remember like, oh, I wanted to watch this fucking movie. Uh-huh. And then the pandemic hit and I didn't get to watch it. Now, now I'm mad I didn't get to watch it because I could have seen it in theaters and I would have been like, holy shit. So please go watch it. Under, it's called Underwater. It's just called Amazon Prime Underwater. Watch it. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so other than that, um, thank you guys. Um, you know, next week uh, or the next episode, you know, hopefully my brother will be back. He's not celebrating some weird 100 year anniversary of a park somewhere, you know, that's Fucking for those of you that don't know, know my brother, he works. He's, for, a, he's a park ranger. Yeah, he works for the park and rec for for uh, one of the cities, you know, for around here. So the show Park and Recs, that's my brother. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. So thank you guys. Um, please, as all you know, follow us on Instagram. Weird History Tells Pod. Um, Archie's fiance, our you know um, friend of the show, family to us, Sonia. She's been running our social media, so. She's been doing an amazing job. All those amazing posts. If you guys have seen our Instagram for these past couple of months, yep, weeks. Yep, 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 yep. If you guys are thinking, wow, they got, wow, they really got the shit together. We didn't. We just hired her. <laughs> we got someone else yeah. who knows his shit yeah. to get our shit together. Yeah, and she's really good at it. So um, you know, you know, she's been posting, giving a shout out to all our. Uh, to all our uh, episodes, yeah. you know, and it's been running, it's been giving traffic back to our all episodes. People are like, oh shit, you guys talked about this. I didn't know about yeah. that. And, you know, they go back and listen to it and then they're like, oh shit, you guys ruined this for me. <laughs> you know, so yeah. they get reminded of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You're so, welcome. Yeah. So um, thank you guys. Go back and listen to those episodes. Um, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, obviously we have future episodes. You know, we have uh, episodes coming up, you know, some really, you know, some really spooky episodes that, you know, uh, that I want to talk to these guys about topics and stuff. Um, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, but as always, um, thank you guys. And as always, we are the Weird History. Here we tell us pod.
cue the Undertaker music. <laughs> 